All stars class is in session. I brought my ruler so I can measure you bitches. Oh. I'll name a category. You vote for yourself or one of your fellow queens. <laughs> and if your answer matches the majority, you get a point. First question. Which one of your all-star classmates is the most likely to start in their tights during a performance on stage? You know, I'm single. Boards up. We have three Kylies. So it's one point for Eureka, one point for Ginger, and one point for Raja. Kylie, any truth to that? They just come to me. <laughs> Which one of your all-star classmates is the most likely to trip a drag queen during a performance to get all the attention? Y'all already know. Let's see those boards. We have three Kylies, so Ginger, Trinity K. Bonet, and Kylie all get points. But they got the answer wrong, though. <laughs> Who's the most likely to call RuPaul a bitch in interviews in three years? We have four Eurekas. <laughs> Eureka, I'm sorry, but you do not get a point. What you do get is a complex. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hey Queens, before we get this show started, I just wanted to put a small little introduction to this episode because we do make a lot of mentions to dropping our Drag Race España review tomorrow. However, due to unforeseeable, uh, extenuating, extenuating circumstances, we were unable to record the podcast for you all this week. However, we do plan on doing it for you all next week. So it's uh, still coming and I hope you're still excited. And I can't believe I just said it's coming. All right, let's go ahead and get into the show. Well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is Queen Seaman. What's yours? Ooh, hello. It's Jamal. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another fun weekend. Thanks for coming. The most magically the most magically gay podcast that there ever is and was. And I know I'm not drunk, so you got all you trolls better stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> slurp, slurp, um, buzz, buzz, sip, sip, whatever the sound is coming out. I told y'all this was going to be a weird episode on Twitter and you didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it Thirsty Thursday? Oh, I thought it was. Oh, you know, actually, today is Friday the 13th. And what um, better scary thing to do than to record with you two ghouls? <laughs> it does feel like a celebration of sorts. We're near the end of All Star 6. It's Friday. And who doesn't love a little spooky? Yeah, girl. You got to watch all your scary movies. Look at your friend's scary faces. Drink spooky tea with silky nut mega ganache. Oh, yeah. All that, girl. <laughs> uh, how have you guys been doing this week? Anything exciting going on? Not much. More of the same. The weather was fine here in Indy, I guess. Looking forward to fall weather for sure, though. I've reached a breaking point. I haven't complained all summer about the heat. It's time for it to go away. I have, and I will continue to complain. Just for the record. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, everything's going good for me. It's basically the same old, same old. I don't really have anything exciting. That's my drag taught power. Actually, I don't do anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, same. <laughs> now that's a show I'd watch. <laughs> but uh, it's been real hot over here in Oregon this week again. Um, it was like uh, it's been about around a hundred every day this week. Ugh. So I'm like pretty much over it and I hate the hot weather and I think the fires are coming next. So we'll see. Stay tuned. Wowzers. I hope. Um, yeah, that's rough. hundred degrees. No, thanks. Yeah. No. So basically the world's like just ending. It's just a matter of time, basically. <laughs> so happy Friday, everybody. Happy Apocalypse Friday. <laughs> Who's excited to die? <laughs> Me. Ooh, me. <laughs> Do me next. <laughs> Sitting front row in the flaming cart. That's right, girl. Well, let's go ahead and get started on this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. We are, of course, super excited about this one. We're gonna uh, we're gonna speed run it. You know, we we loved it, but we're just gonna speed run it so that we can just get it over with. Yeah. Because we loved it. We loved it so much. We're gonna like. Give it the good old speeding bullet treatment. Yes, girl. Also, I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> We're going to give the same amount of effort that the producers put into putting this episode together. Yeah. Because <gasps> you know they hired like the uh, L- like La Jolla Middle School to build those shitty trees and like <laughs> set pieces on the stage. Hey, the kids thought they were doing some volunteer work. I bet they did it. For, yeah. They probably didn't get paid for it either. <laughs> Definitely not. RuPaul will <laughs> clickety clack across the stage with a rickety hip after you guys are all done and give you a show. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? <laughs> Ru- RuPaul's like, look, you guys, I can still move. I still got it. I know. I was telling Jamal, I was like, I think that RuPaul was like, had taken some drugs this episode because. <laughs> Like, even in the workroom, she was just acting crazy. And I'm like, what is going on with RuPaul? I don't know, girl. She's like, you know, in her in her second, like, wind of life, you know? Maybe that's what it was. She was just feeling the Lizzo juice that day. She got one of those, like, B- is it like those B12, like, uh, you know, little bags that drip into your arm or whatever? She got a hell of a... Oh. Yeah, she got all the energy. And she's like, yes, bitch, vote the house down, boo. The IV drip. I guess she must have gotten the legendary drip. Maybe she's had too much barefoot bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) Not sponsored, by the way, unfortunately. Shoot us a message, barefoot. Yeah, if you're out there, we're interested. The feeling's mutual. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll be right back and get into this Honest Tea Spill of the Week. Uh, Honest Tea. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything going down in the DMs of RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Stars Season 6. Ah, we're near the end. Are you so excited? Yes. Yes, it's almost over, potentially, although there is still a game within a game, so who knows how many more episodes there will be. (laughs) How many queens are they going to bring back? Like, three or four? Just one. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get there and we'll discuss what we think the uh, game within a game is going to be. So get, you know, you have to stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear that part. Fair. Yeah. But at the top of this show, Pandora Box did sashay away. 
Goodbye, Pandora. It was nice to see Pandora back on the show. I don't think that they were fully ready for the show yet. Just like mentally, it's a harder push. As we've heard from other queens that have returned to the show and had similar kind of runs. So ta-ta for now, Pandora. It was ridiculous. Yes, girl. <laughs> she made me laugh so much. I was like, ha, 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 ha. How dare you waste two stanzas. That's how I laugh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after the elimination, the girls congratulate Ginger and finally acknowledge t- Trinity's temper tantrum. Honestly, that was uh, just a satisfying moment for myself. <laughs> okay so (laughs) no one apparently no one else was into it like i was i wanted i wish i had a drink with a straw i would have like made the like uh slurping like slurping sounds okay (laughs) sorry i'll come up with a better joke next time (laughs) (laughs) sorry y'all i blanked i've watched like the first act twice and i still don't remember what happened on the damn couch so all right well let's continue the recap and see if any of this jogs (laughs) any memories for you guys (laughs) um so yes uh then horny the unicorn appears in the workroom to give a tv message as a tease of this week's maxi challenge and then the RuPaul actually comes in the workroom and tells the girls that today's mini challenge will have the girls picking class superlatives. How could this go wrong? Right. This is plenty of opportunity for people to get into their feelings and yeah. not take it as lightly as it should be. It's just a game. You know, RuPaul's like most likely to bomb DragCon. They're all like Tyra. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Oh my God. <laughs> most likely to snatch a weave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Tyra, she was the one that kept snatching the wig, so we can vote for her again. <laughs> remember, she kept ripping it off Raven's head. Uh, yes, I remember that. Also, um, challenge Cheney, always snatching wigs. That's true. Snatching wigs and virginities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a sex icon. Watch your cuckoos. <laughs> so uh, what did you think of uh, the superlatives? Were there any surprise answers for you? I mean, it felt like Eureka was getting <laughs> like all of the wins for a moment. It felt like a little streak like a mini streak where she got like four or five answers she won i'm trying to think of any of the funny ones um trinity of course moody that's a given she's up and down she she knows her feelings though she likes to talk about her feelings that was my favorite one just because trinity was (laughs) like what everyone said this about me (laughs) it's like she's finding out something new about herself i know it's like girl come on you've been looking into a mirror this whole season (laughs) I thought it was funny, though, because like when she was talking to RuPaul about it, RuPaul's like, yeah, I mean, we're all kind of moody sometimes, aren't we? It's like, don't, you know, don't take it too seriously. Right. I do appreciate that about um, RuPaul, you know, not taking life too seriously, that whole approach, because you do have to remember to keep things light, not to read into things too much. The competition already pushes you there. It's very much part of the RuPaul's Drag Race design, though, that mental test and gymnastics. Yes, girl. 
I thought of a fun superlative we could do on the spot. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, who's most likely to quit the podcast first? <laughs> Gee, I wonder who. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to reveal my vote. Okay, my vote's for Stony. Yeah, Sony. I voted for myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we all get a point, girl. <laughs> okay, Trinity. So what do I win? Oh my gosh, that was hilarious when Trinity was pissed the whole episode at Ginger because she thought <laughs> she thought Ginger had like said her name to be voted off, but it was really just herself. <laughs> it was herself. Like you did that because you didn't want to vote for anyone else. Good thing they got that out before they went to vote. <laughs> you, you know, know. Trinity was like, fuck you, Ginger. <laughs> she was holding a grudge. She sure was. <laughs> Damn. You voted for me. No, I did it. <laughs> it's like, bitch, what? Where were you? She voted for herself and they got bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had a full tune. She really did. I was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> walked into her own trap see <laughs> yeah girl uh well at the end of this uh superlative contest ginger minge and kylie sonique love win so congratulations good job queens most votes yes girl and for the maxi challenge the girls have to create a character for the failed television program drag tots <laughs> <laughs> what is a drag tot and can we put cheese on it Ooh, i'll have the drag tachos Ooh, is take... it like drag tots basically just ginger menge like i feel like <laughs> ginger is a drag tot in real life i don't know girl i i don't know that i even watched the show uh it is currently rated at a 4.6 out of 10 on imdb <laughs> shit not Ouch. bad it's, you know, like less than 50%. You know, not all of the ideas land. Technically, I believe that's an F. <laughs> Someone do the math. We can't all have passing grades. Yeah. We, we all can't make a you know, program like AJ and the Queen, you know? Mm. Burn. <laughs> you know, I would have watched another season of that show, though. I mean, I would have watched it, but would I have enjoyed it? That's a whole other question. <laughs> <laughs> well i would have watched it but i wouldn't have enjoyed it <laughs> what you want to do is not what you're gonna do it's the mystery for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um so yes we are uh going to make a character and then they have to design an outfit <laughs> to bring their character for life and yada, uh, yada, yada. blah 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 <laughs> i was like damn this is gonna be boring as hell uh i mean a lot of these challenges now are performance based so i'm not surprised that they have to come up with some kind of character or persona to present on the stage this can go either way it could be really fun or it can fall really flat I don't know. Well, I guess it depends on what you like too out of the show. Like for mm-hmm. me, you know, this was not enjoyable. <laughs> it was not enjoyable. And two, like the, like we didn't get a runway this episode either. So I feel like, like a big part of the show to me is like the runways. And yeah. I don't know. I guess this was a runway, but not really. Like it just wasn't the same. Yeah. It was a little bit different. They gave them a lot of time to like make the outfit. 
uh, barrel roll across the uh, workroom, you know. <laughs> Not yeah. only will she steamroll you in the Snatch game, but she'll also steamroll you in the workroom. I guess they're, like, just giving them time to really, like, form the character, the lines, and the look. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't use Underwhelmed, but I wanted something more for sure. Right. And then they were like, you each have 15 minutes to fill on the runway. So make sure that you have enough ideas of movements and stuff like that to last for our boring 15 minute speeches about the characters we did. (laughs) I would need some direction here because, of course, the judges are staring at you and getting their life. But in the moment, if you just don't know what to do with your appendages or you're not a physical actor you're like this is the longest amount of time ever honestly i think that eureka should have rolled around on the main stage a little bit that would have been good (laughs) knocked over all the trees (laughs) (laughs) see i'm already more interested in that already just thinking about it she would be the villain then and she she would be a villain that we can all appreciate like finally ending this stupid challenge yeah because in the end we'd actually like her because she ended the challenge that's a good idea they really missed the opportunity for this one (laughs) i mean she is the elephant queen like i've seen an elephant on discovery tear a tree down or two yeah girl So Trinity, like we said before, has a complex because she got voted moody. And uh, so her boo Eureka gives her pep talk. And I think, you know, kind of starts to like turn her idea of this around. Yeah, I agree. This was a turning point because, um, of course, Trinity probably heard what Mama Ru said, but she gets so latched on when her feelings are hurt or she perceives something away, like it takes her a while to really work through it. And sometimes it's too late. Like sometimes she'll crash and burn with that attitude and Eureka saved it because it turned the whole idea of the performance around like, and you were mad about nothing. So it all worked out in the end. (laughs) (laughs) She was in her feelings that day for sure. Oh, yeah. She was the self-saboteur or whatever the monster is called was fully present. Yes, girl. Speaking of inner saboteurs, Raja is completely in her head based on her talk with RuPaul because RuPaul did not like the idea of her being Queen Seaman. And (laughs) (laughs) so she had to, like, kind of start over again, basically. Ru is using this opportunity as... um using this moment, these table visits as an opportunity to workshop new characters for Drag Tots, the reboot. Yeah. Also, I didn't like, I don't know. With Rue, it's like, Rue's like, oh, like I can't pronounce words, so everyone else can't either. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I guess the semen thing, that did kind of sound like it, but I'm just like, Rue, calm down. I think it would have been funny if she was like, oh, should I name it Hiding Closet instead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like that name rupaul <laughs> of course it threw raja off because she was like super confident about the uh, super confident about the idea and then it's just kind of derailed when you're kind of just workshopping and in the moment like this happens to me if someone's giving me feedback or if i'm working through what you're saying i'm like kind of quiet for a second and then i'll respond because I want to make sure I'm receiving it the right way. But Raja took it the complete wrong way. And I'm glad it worked out in the end. But I was so worried for a moment. 
Yeah, because this is kind of what we saw in the Rumerican Horror Story Challenge because Raja came in with a really strong idea of her character and then when mm-hmm. they were giving her in, like uh, direction and stuff like that, she kind of like became defeated as well. Yep, yep. So Raja, uh, I think she really, uh, you know, has evolved since then, obviously, because she did really well in this challenge. But still, you know, it's I get it. You know, it's kind of Mm -hmm. like if you're really like hyped on some idea and really excited about something and then people are like, I don't know, maybe we should like not do it. Then it's like, damn, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. And it's okay for ideas not to be good it's just part of the process like every idea is not going to win and these are professionals they've been in the business so maybe just listen a little bit and you'll probably do fine they just want to see if you can take a note absolutely uh also struggling is kylie sonique mostly because her sewing machine is not working i would be a wreck like i can make you a blanket or a scarf so something jams i'm just gonna kick it and hope for the best yeah, yeah. She, she was um she was saying like because i watched the roscoe's viewing party and she was like saying how her sewing machine wasn't working and that like when the other girls would like go to the bathroom she would like take her dress over there and use her sewing machines <laughs> oh my god <laughs> damn so i think that's funny because i think someone was saying someone like finally revealed that like the sewing machines that they use are still like the same sewing machines from season one are you serious? Yeah, that's what yeah. I hear. I don't I, know. I I heard that somewhere too that the sewing machines in the workroom are like really shitty. How are you going to update the space but not the hardware? Girl, that was not approved in the budget. That's some trading spaces just, HGTV bullshit right there. I don't know. They just need to give them the best of the equipment. It seems kind of bullshit to like be like, here's a shitty showing, sewing machine. I mean, you're passing Yeah, you're passing out all these cash tips now. Like give the all-stars at least <laughs> give the seniors like the good shit you know <laughs> i know can't you like uh get like a, a sewing machine brand to sponsor you and just give you a whole new set hello come through marketing team come on <laughs> what are we doing pr <laughs> for real girl uh well let's go ahead and take a quick little break here and then when we come back we'll get into our drag tots and what's um hot and what's not i hope they drink their honey boo boo go go juice i know i'm going to we'll be right back (laughs) hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming right now we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again while you wait here's some things that you should check out yeah remember everyone you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again and ready to get onto the runway. Uh, Category this week, of course, is drag tots drag tots um sponsored maybe (laughs) definitely sponsored (laughs) yeah remember that one time we had like an eight episode season three years ago let's come up with a second season let's bring it back everyone hated it so much (sighs) wowzers i i really like did not know what the show was but okay let's see this runway it basically looks like a ripoff of like the Powderpuff Girls. I honestly don't know how they <sighs> did not get like sued for it. 
Oh, yeah, the style, like the cartooning style is very similar. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just waiting for the cease and desist to, to put us out of our misery, you know? Uh-oh. Yeah. Did you see a special guest this week was Arancha Castilla La Mancha from Drag Race España? Oh, that's who that was. Yeah, <laughs> Arancha XCX. <laughs> Oh, I get it now. <laughs> Full disclosure, listeners, like we've only watched the first two episodes as of this recording of Drag Race España, and we will be watching all of the rest tomorrow. So marathon weekend. <laughs> Somebody decided to put off watching España this week. So <laughs> we're going to binge it and then give you guys a nice podcast maybe next week where we'll be more excited so if you didn't like this podcast, there's another one coming for you. Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this week was like up and down. So we'll definitely have more energy for sure. I'm way more excited to talk about Drag Race España, to be honest. But, um, you know, here we are back on uh, <laughs> All Star 6. <laughs> yes. Welcome our special guest. Lovely yes. to have you, sis. Thanks for coming. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and uh, just, I guess we can go one by one and just let uh, let us know what you thought of each person and their dragged hot, uh, starting with Trinity K. Bonet. You know, I'm pleased with this. The makeup was fierce. I like the idea of doing like an animal of some sort. It gives you more um, material to work with on the stage and in your kind of voiceover content they've created. Yeah, I actually, I really like this because I thought it was, like, a good concept. It was fun with, like, the ball that she had. And, like, she could just do, like, the catwalk or whatever. So, I don't know. I thought it was a fun concept. I liked it. I, I think that her outfit is really good. But I will admit, I I tuned out from not just Trinity's runway, but all the rest of them about 10 to 15 seconds into her performance. I was like, and this is boring. And then I was <laughs> No, most most of them I was like that. Yeah, and I thought Eureka Eureka's was the one that uh entertained me the most and then they were like, bye bitch. I actually I like blinked, I was checking an email or something and missed Raja's. I was trying to remember Eureka's, but I remember her, you know, giving the Eureka energy, which is great. Um, Ginger, doing more of Ginger. I think Ginger played it safe for this category, which, I mean, if you know you're good at something, just keep serving that. It's not like RuPaul's going to get tired of it from Ginger Minge. Yeah, Ginger was, like, was good. And actually, her dress looks really nice. It was nice. And her her umbrella looks really nice. And, I mean, she did a really good job. Like, I feel like as far as the outfits, I think hers looked the best, in my opinion. It was the most polished. Um, Overall, it was the most polished look and presentation. I did really get into Raja's, though, because um, after going back and watching it, it was a lot of fun seeing her move on stage and really embody the character. I was getting Steven Universe vibes, like she could be a crystal gem or something. I was here for it. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, Raja's was actually really good. So, like, once I actually gave it another chance, I was like, okay, go on, Raja. And I liked all the little eyeballs. It's very Pan's Labyrinth, you know, very, mm-hmm. very cool. And I like that she painted all purple, too. Yeah, this is doing one color correctly. Like, this is how you play with one tone or one shade, one color, and mix in the different shades and really make it come together and pop. 
Yes, yeah, girl. I, it was really good. What did you think of Kylie Sonique's look? I did not hate it. I liked um, that it was kind of like a funkier style, modern day kind of witch fashion she's serving us. For having so much trouble with the sewing machine, I'm just glad that she came out here with something and it didn't look like La La Ree's bags. <laughs> right? For real. <laughs> they made this in the same amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know Kylie isn't like the greatest at sewing. I think we knew that from the earlier design challenge, but I feel like she did a pretty good job. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but I thought it was well put together and she accessorized very well, so that helped. I feel like the accessories could have hurt her a little bit. Like she could have done more with them or left one behind and maybe had this the range and flexibility to do a little more with the character i mean you're coming out there as a witch like go for it you know yeah her outfit probably could have done with a little bit more like maybe a little bit of jewelry i don't know like like that Mm -hmm. way it's not so like um you know costumey yeah yeah it's very punk rock like chic off the rack right now like this is like the expensive outfit for halloween at hot topic i think some jewelry definitely would have elevated it i mean to be fair this is the elevated version of sharon needles entrance look (laughs) (laughs) but so i guess we'll just we'll, we'll give her that but uh yeah eureka was looking i i liked it i mean it was you know um a gown which was nice and she has a nice big crown and it definitely reminded me of like an evil queen for sure Mm-hmm. you could see this person on um once upon a time any oh, yeah. of the evil queen princess shows they'd be kikiing with all the other maleficence yes girl uh, so that was the drag tot. So they did have um, the little animated characters and um, with the ones being voiced by Bianca Del Rio and Latrice Royale also giving commentary to the performances, which was kind of interesting, but also kind of like too much because between them and like the four other judges, it was like a lot of the judges. I never like it when they do this stupid like animated thing on the <laughs> runway. Like I remember like season nine when they did that and it was like... They had, like, I don't know, to pretend to be, like, cartoons or something. I was like, this is so stupid. Like, can we just do, like, a normal-ass runway, please? <laughs> yeah, girl. So the winner of this week's challenge is Raja racking up her second win. Well-deserved. Good job, Raja. I'm so glad that they came out of that cloudy little funk they were in after receiving the table talk notes. I I like to see that she turned it around and she got the win. Now she has two going into the finale or episode before the finale or episode episodes before the finale. Strong. (laughs) Yes, girl. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So the rest of the queens are in the bottom. Not a great place to be right before the final four. Leaving some room to mix things up. How are they going to vote? Will it be on track record or are we getting rid of the strong hose? We'll find out. It's so crazy. So crazy. And this part, I just felt like it was worth bringing up because it made me laugh and it's kind of fucked up. But when they're in Untucked and uh, Eureka's like, Trinity, look at me for a second. And then all of of a sudden just starts crying immediately. And I was like, girl, (laughs) what? You know, I thought about that, too. It's like, hold on. Maybe it was just timing. She wanted her attention to talk. But I'm like, 
<laughs> the emotions are real, but she's like, look at me. And then the camera turns, Trinity turns, and then the waterworks start. <laughs> yeah, it was like zero to 60 in like real quick. Yeah, I feel like she's filmed too many episodes of We're Here, like where it's lots of crying. So she's like, hang on, here's my moment. Let me cry. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe she was uh, crying because she had just farted and it smelled really bad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was a genuine moment maybe it was editing but i picked up on that too seth i was like when they do stuff like that on the show i'm like girl this just looks ridiculous like i now you're making me the asshole for laughing at at, at eureka because she's like crying out of nowhere and mm-hmm. and uh that's not my fault i'm not taking the blame for that <laughs> seth said that's not me it's you that's not on me that's on you guys <laughs> So then uh, Raja, of course, has to lip sync for her legacy. Uh, Her lip sync assassin this week is the one we finally got that we were expecting to see this whole season, Cameron Michaels. She's here. Welcome back, queen. Lip sync assassin verified. Yes, girl. And they gave her a nice upbeat dance track by Charlie XCX called Boom Clap. It was perfect for Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was like the best song ever for uh, lip sync. Oh my gosh, that just like smacked me in the face. That was Charlie XCX was the <laughs> guest judge. <laughs> <laughs> you called her that. <laughs> ah, they look okay. the same. I, got, I arrived. I got See? confused. See, I got there, listeners. Oh my I've god, I am funny. T- I've only seen two episodes of Espana and it just clicked, so <laughs> it was a good joke. Okay, we're so, back. Yes, yeah, so we're correcting the record. I am funny and moving and Cameron, on. Cameron <laughs> did do a cartwheel. Cameron did a cartwheel. And I she was, waved her cape around a bit. She did do, she was taunting Raja because Raja could have given us some more. Like, you can't just come out here and do like the sexy pet your hair thing like that only goes so far on certain tracks like we have to be versatile queens in these performances i just wasn't feeling the energy i'm glad that she had the opportunity though to win and work for the cash tip i just wasn't connecting with raja yeah some people were like suspecting that she was like not doing her best because she didn't want to be the one to like send somebody home oh see okay Maybe, but that doesn't make sense because are you just going to go back into the workroom and not show your lipstick to the queens? Well, by that point, Eureka's gone, though. Right, but the queens still want to know what your lipstick said. But also, like, wouldn't you want to, like, get $10,000? I mean, I need some new shoes. I mean, not she could just win the whole thing and get (laughs) $100,000. I guess. <laughs> fanspiracies. Fanspiracies. We'll okay. never know. We will never know. <laughs> Raja, if you're listening and you want to come on the podcast, please, you are more than welcome. Yes, girl. So like we said, Cameron does win the lip sync, so she gets to pick. Well, she doesn't pick. the. She tells what the group picked on who should go home. And for that uh, group pick this week was Eureka O'Hara. Uh, I felt it coming. I felt it coming. The Queens, you know, they love a track record. And at the end of the day, Eureka has not won anything as strong of a queen as she is. Right. I think that was a good choice. Like, I think for me personally, uh, I think the bottom two for me were um, Eureka, or not Eureka, were Trinity and Kylie. Mm. 
I would have definitely put Kylie in the bottom. And then from there, I feel like it gets a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. just, That's just because I really enjoyed Eureka's drag top more than uh, some of the others. Uh, more than Trinity's. But, you know, let us know who you would have put in the bottom to... So, yeah. So then, of course, you know, uh, Eureka's takes off her, you know, starts taking off her drag. And then RuPaul's like, wait, you have to lip sync again to get back on the show or whatever. And it happens right now. This is like the first change we've seen with these fake out goodbye messages. It's not like you're still in the game. It's go to the main stage immediately. It's like, oh, shit, bitch. Dry your face. Slap yeah. on some fresh wig glue. <laughs> yeah, now we know it's getting real. Yes, girl. I uh, I thought it was really funny. She's like, oh, no, you're not going to catch me without a wig on. <laughs> that was funny when she was running up to the screen. <laughs> yeah, she was slapping uh, just some shitty wig on. <laughs> just snatched one and put it on her head. I know that's right, sis. And then she put on her jumpsuit that she was going to wear when they were going to do the girl group. When Remember when they were fighting crime in different states? <laughs> yes. And a nice <laughs> nice pair of potato shoes. Yes, and a nice uh, lime green wig. So <laughs> I think, you know, that's a good lip sync outfit. It gives her flexibility to, like, move around and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. I am interested to see what the uh, Game Within a Game is next week. I have in the past predicted that the eliminated queens will come back and they can like pick one of the four to uh, to lip sync against to get back into the competition. I don't know if that will happen. We'll mm-hmm. see. I wonder if it'll be like a mini round robin style like pork chop lounge situation where two or three of the queens go up at once in the final two battle to get back in. It could yeah. be. I don't know. I feel like it could be like a dual situation like that. Like maybe it's like where it's like Eureka comes out and she gets to pick one queen and then they just keep eliminating each other. Oh shit. And then maybe, yeah, who knows? Maybe it's RuPaul with one of those paper fortune teller things that we used to play with in (laughs) elementary school. Pick a number. Yeah. And it's like, if it's an odd number, you're out. (laughs) Or maybe she'll have her big spinny wheel and then like, she'll be like, all right, this person. Oh, pandora box let's spin it one more time to see who she's lip syncing against (laughs) i can't wait to see it's finally here so i will be excited to see that because there of course is a little clip for the preview for the next episode where the queens are like wait why is rupaul back on the screen we just sat down yeah (laughs) so they can't even untuck all the way i know girl i'm ready for it we're gonna get a good episode next week i hope yes mama all right, before we finish this off, I'll go ahead and throw the, the microphone over to Stony so that he can let us know how the Fantasy League is doing. Yeah, so after nine full episodes, Jamal is in last place with 115 points. Aww. Seth <laughs> is in second place with 185 points. No, I'm back in second place. And I am still in first place with 260 points. Uh, she's getting the crown eh it's looking that way her her (laughs) inaugural crown in the fantasy league after three years (laughs) bitch i'm ready (laughs) bitch i'm busy bitch i'm busy (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Well, thank you all for coming another week for the thanks for coming the most magically gay podcast. We'll have a, a really a much more exciting podcast maybe next week to discuss the Drag Race España season. And um, apologies if this week didn't live up to your standards. You know, we're just trying our best out here in the world, but we'll be back and uh, have really great content for you. (laughs) Yes, work with us listeners. We appreciate your patience, kindness, and consideration. Thanks for coming. Yes, girl. We'll be back next. Oh, actually, we'll be back maybe next week. So until then, bye. Bye. bye.